Good morning, I'm Anna Palmer. And I'm Jake Sherman. And welcome to The Daily Punch, brought to you by Punchbowl News. It's Wednesday, February 17th, 2021. Let's get into the mix. Here are your Washington headlines of the day. Number one, Joe Biden was in Milwaukee last night. We're going to look at all the promises he made. Number two, Punchbowl News held its first event on Clubhouse with representatives Patrick McHenry and Anthony Gonzalez ahead of the blockbuster hearing later this week. And number three, Illinois Republican Adam Kingsinger is getting heat from his family once again. Jake, let's talk about number one, Joe Biden on the road. The spotlight is on him for probably the first time of his real presidency and not on Donald Trump. He was putting a lot out there. Yeah, he, uh, God, he made a lot of promises. We're just going through them right now. Um, He said that the American Rescue Plan, his COVID relief plan, will create 7 million jobs this year. He said that's according to, quote, most economists, Wall Street firms, as well as think tanks, political think tanks, left, right, and center. Everybody's saying it. It must be true. Everybody everybody has landed on the fact that this thing is going to do 7 million jobs. What a a world. Uh, He said that there will be enough vaccine doses for all Americans by the end of July. That's a lot. That's right. That's 600 million doses of this of the vaccine. That would be great. Um, and and we're, I'm not suggesting either way, Anna, that this this will or won't happen. What I am suggesting is that he said it and will be held to account on it. Um, he said by next Christmas, America would be in a very different circumstance. Uh, and uh, at the beginning of next year, the next school year in September will be significantly better off than we are today. Uh, here's to hoping. Right. I mean, listen, here's the, the crux of this stuff. We're in an environment where um, I guess there's a couple cross currents, I would say. People don't people want to hear something, right? We've been in our houses for a year, essentially. You know, I remember leaving the Capitol on March 13th. That was the last like kind of normal day of of life. So people want to hear something. But, you know, I, I'm. it's tough to make these promises, right? Yeah, I think to your point, right, people do. They want substance. They want to know what Joe Biden is going to do, right? You made this promise that life was going to be different if you were elected. So tell us, show us how it's going to be different. But I think from our vantage point, there's a lot of political peril when you start to put out real promises, real, you know, kind of deadlines in the sand around this is when something is going to happen because the press and your voters are going to hold you accountable to that. And I think the other thing that was just super striking to me about this uh, that we have in Punchable News AM this morning is how even though he's making all these promises, it's still not enough, right? You have the progressives who are still want more from Joe Biden and are railing on him for, you know, not moving fast enough. It's it's so it's so classic democratic kind of insider politics to just like, you know, the Joe Biden's trying to make all of this thing all of these things happen and it's still not going to be enough well the the point that these progressives make and we can move on to the next topic in a second here but the the point they make is this is interesting today's february 17th right february 17th 09 so basically the same time frame in obama's presidency he had the he he signed into law the recovery act um, the stimulus bill that that had been had become, um, you know, a political lightning rod to a degree. But who cares about that? Everything's a political lightning rod. 
um, you know, so th- these progressives are saying, like, what gives here, right? What gives? We have, we're, we're why aren't we moving quicker? All right, number two. Punchbowl News goes to Clubhouse. We had a conversation with Representative Patrick McHenry, the Republican from North Carolina, who is the ranking member, the most senior member on the House Financial Services Committee, and Anthony Gonzalez, Republican from Ohio, about the GameStop, Reddit, Citadel, Robinhood hearing that will take place Thursday. It was a it was a pretty fun night. Yeah, it was. Uh, um, I, I can understand why people are are bullish on on Clubhouse. It's a cool format. I mean, so we we talked about a lot of different things. Um, and is here was here's what was striking to me. Um, you know, basically Gonzalez and McHenry, the top two Republicans on the committee, or McHenry's the top. Gonzalez is not one of the top. But McHenry said, you know. Vis-a-vis the GameStop incident and and um, kind of what we has now become known as meme stock investing, you know, how do you police this stuff? How do you police a bunch of people on a message board um, trying to buy a stock together? Like the SEC is not equipped to do that. So you know, I I thought it was interesting. We had a lot of interesting people asking questions and it engaging. We'd love to do more of that. I think it's a it's a pretty cool format. Um, so, but I, I think tomorrow is a big deal. Tomorrow, this and we had it in in our midday edition for subscribers only yesterday. Who's preparing who in this hearing in front of the Financial Services Committee? The hearing will be Thursday, um, uh, not on Capitol Hill. Some people will be on Capitol Hill, but it'll be virtual. We'll be uh, covering the hell out of it. The number three story, Adam Kingsinger, the Republican from Illinois, who has been at odds with Donald Trump and kind of been trying to find his own lane and the future of Republicanism, really putting himself at the center of that. His family isn't having any of it. There's a, there's a story in the New York Times that Reed Epstein, a friend of ours, did uh, earlier about this kind of nasty letter uh, that has been kind of going back and forth. But we've got another one this morning. Yeah, another, you know, listen, uh, this is kind of interesting in the sense that, um, you know, Kinziger is anti-Trump. He's made that clear. And his family is revolting against him. It, it A lot of people will look at this and say it's it's cult-like, right? It's cult-like that his family is coming after him um, because he's against Trump. I mean, you, you could be he's a pretty rock-ribbed conservative Republican, Kinziger is. Trump uh, is not, and and it just shows Trump's grip on the party, um, and again uh, shows Trump's grip on the party. So I just think you should take a look at the letter. It's it's pretty remarkable to me that his family is sending this out. And just the, I think it really underscores how just divisive politics have become and in some ways you know we've all been kind of trapped at home but we haven't had a lot of those necessarily cross-current conversations that would have happened over Thanksgiving or the holidays because of the um, pandemic and just it's it's just kind of ugly to me honestly that it's kind of coming out into public view and you have letters coming back and forth um, that is really kind of personal and, and you hope frankly, for the healing of this country, that people can come together, even if you do disagree, um, that that there's there's more to, to life and to family, frankly, I think, than, than politics. But that's, that's the note I'm going to end on this Wednesday. Thanks so much for listening. Hit that subscribe button, leave us a rating and review. You can also subscribe to Punchbowl News at punchbowl.news. Have a great day and please stay safe.